You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And that is grounded through the right side of base hit. Correa racing around third and coming home. He will score. The throw goes to third. It hits Correal and bounces away, but it's backed up by Lakins. An RBI single for Reddick and a 1-0 Astros lead. And that's hit off the hands, fisted, shallow center, going out. Tavis unable to get it, it drops in. Curiel scores. Reddick to second. 2-0 Astros. Chavis reaching for it awkwardly with his back to the infield. Looked like it ticked off his glove, and he was unable to corral it. Here's the pitch. Line shot into right center field. That'll score one. Here's Chavis around third, coming to the plate. Throw goes into second. Martinez stops there. Two to one ball game. That run is charged, of course, to Rondon. Two one pitch coming. A shot on the ground. It's ricocheting off Morland all the way out to shortstop. Safe at second as Bogarts tried to dive for the tag and the run scores. Diaz scoring to give the Astros a three to one lead on a crazy pinball play. One out of Vasquez. That's grounded and it hits off the back of fair ball down the left field line. Devers scores. Around third is Chavis. He will score. Throw to third is not in time. Bradley to third. It's a game time two run single for Christian Vasquez and it is a 3-3 game. Barnes working from the first base side of the rubber. Long look into his catcher Vasquez now brings the hands together. Set at the letters. And delivers. That is lined in the right field, and that's going to get down for a base hit. Diaz scores. Astros win it in the bottom of the ninth. Four to three. Correa mobbed after rounding first base as the Astros have their third walk-off win of the season. And they've taken the first two of this series from Boston. What a thriller, and they really had to dig deep after giving up their 3-1 lead. Boston puts four straight men on and scores twice in the top half. Houston puts four straight men on and wins it on the walk-off in the bottom half. It was Diaz who started that rally with his double leading off here in the bottom of the ninth inning and then came in to score at Correa's RBI single. Let me take us through that that at bat in the ninth inning and just kind of what was going through your mind facing Matt Barnes. Yeah I just want to try to be aggressive you know like he's a great closer so I just tried to get something up in the zone and he took me back to back curveballs. I stayed back and could have like put the bat on the ball like hit a ground drop in the, in the line. Let me you also doubled and scored in the seventh inning two for five today. Do you like leading off? Oh, uh, I think we got a sprinkle, so we're good with that. <laughs> but yeah, I think it's like another like a spot in the order. Just like I just want to make sure like get on base, you know, like try to score runs, you know. This is a great uh, team of offense, so I just try to get on base, so let the guy get the RBIs. Hey, how about the fight of this team? You know, Roberto Osuna, a rare hiccup for him, and and the offense able to pick him up the way they did. Yeah, for sure. I think that that guy, you know, is huge for us. You know, 25 for 25. So you know, like uh, he got up, you know, bad day today, but he was able to stay in the game. You know, with us, and uh, we made the, the win for us today. Aledmus, when you joined this club, is this about what you thought would be the situation for you with playing time and 
Also, the team chemistry. Is this about what you expected? Yeah, it's a great family. You know, the things that you see in the field is the same we got in the clubhouse. You know, everybody supporting each other. And, you know, like, uh, for me, no playing time is, uh, we don't want, like, nobody in the injury list, you know. But right now, I got the chance to play. I'm going to do the best uh, to get my team to win. And you helped the Astros get a win tonight, scoring the winning run. And Correa's walk-off RBI single. That means Diaz, thanks for joining us. Thank you, guys. There comes a time in everyone's life. When talk is cheap and it's time to show up to get back to the top and build a legacy. If we grind together, we can take it back. Our team. And our city. This is why we play. This is who we do it for. Take it back. For tickets, go to Astros.com slash tickets or call 1-877-9-ASTROS. Greetings from Minute Maid Park, where today the Houston Astros wrap up their three-game series with the Boston Red Sox. Astros looking to sweep this three-game series after winning the first two, including a 4-3 win over the Red Sox yesterday. Carlos Correa, 3-4, including the walk-off RBI single in the bottom of the ninth. Let me Diaz, two hits. Both of them doubles also scored a couple of runs as the Astros have won their last two. Red Sox have dropped two in a row in three of their last five. Astros 35 and 18 in first place in the AL West, seven and a half games ahead of Oakland. While the Red Sox are 27 and 25, they're third in the AL East, seven and a half games behind the Yankees. It's time for today's pitching matchup brought to you by Houston Methodist, the official health care provider for the Houston Astros, Houston Methodist leading medicine. Well, the Astros going for the sweep today with Justin Verlander on the mound and always a sense of comfort whenever you have Verlander out there, Brownie, as Justin leads the American League 2.24 ERA. Yeah, he's up there or leading in many major categories, statistically, four pitchers, and what a month of May he has had. And so now, as he faces Eduardo Rodriguez, he's getting close to some major strikeout milestones, Robert. As you well know, it'll be interesting to track that today. He is with 2,795 strikeouts, 22nd on the all-time list. And he's getting close to Cy Young. Yeah, not the award, the actual Cy Young. <laughs> right. The actual pitcher as Verlander has a chance to pass him today. And as you mentioned, facing left-hander Eduardo Rodriguez. And Rodriguez, it's it's been rough for him of late. He, he's coming off a, a tough outing against the Blue Jays' his last time out, a 5.43 ERA. Uh, last year he was 13-5 for Boston with a 3.82. He's 26 years old. He's from Venezuela. His fastball's around 93. He has good stuff. And the Astros are in this stretch of uh, five consecutive left-handed starters. So maybe that will help them a little bit if, if these pitchers are somewhat similar. Of course, David Price wasn't in the game very long last night as no. a left-handed starter. <laughs> we'll be back with more of Astro Launch right after What's this. What's even easier than hitting a home run into the Crawford boxes? Deep to left field, and you can kiss that good ball into the Landry's Crawford boxes. How about cracking open a delicious Crawford box? Carbox Crawford Bach pairs perfectly with peanuts, stadium dogs, and a good seventh inning stretch. Plus, a portion of the proceeds from each beer goes to the Astros Foundation to support community initiatives. So root, root, root for the Astros with a cold Crawford Bach this season. And welcome back. Robert Ford and Bill Brown joined as we are every Sunday by Jeff Luno, Astros president of baseball operations and general manager before the Astros try to get the sweep against the, the Boston Red Sox, Jeff. And I mean, it's been impressive watching these two teams go at it, two of the best teams in the American League. And it seems like every single game has come down to a play here, a play there, a swing here, a swing there. Unfortunately for the Astros, that's been wins in four out of five. Yeah, so true. This is a quality team that we're playing, and we played them hard up in Fenway and they're playing us hard down here last night the most amazing thing I think you know we all know these are close games but Roberto gives up 
three runner, three brace runners in three pitches and then manages to get out of it. Obviously, two runs scored, but he got us out of that jam. And I knew if he got us out with no additional run scoring, we had a chance to win it. And you know when you have two guys setting records with Presley and Osuna, at some point that's yeah. going to be broken, right? But but then winning those games really yeah. is a nice asset for this team. Yeah, I mean, both of them had long streaks that ended, but uh, that we have to recognize those streaks. It's pretty impressive what those guys have been able to do, and the fact that we came away with two wins in the last two nights has been nice. So hopefully uh, Verlander will give us one of his great efforts today, and we'll come away with a sweep because that sure would be nice going into next week. Yesterday, uh, George Springer placed on the injured list with the uh, left hamstring strain that forced him to come out of the game on Friday night. It was right after you'd gotten him back after he missed the previous yeah. four games dealing with the with the lower back injury. Obviously disappointing when you don't have Springer in the lineup. He's been having a fantastic year. Uh, have any any time frame at this point on, on the, the hamstring injury? We're not sure. I think the news yesterday was a little better than we were anticipating. It's a grade two hamstring strain, which means he's definitely going to miss, you know, probably about two weeks. Beyond that, it'll really depend on how he's feeling and, and what kind of risk we want to take putting him back out there. But and that's, I'm sorry, that's two weeks before baseball activities? No, or? no. Uh, two weeks before he would be even remotely at, you know, okay. playing games. Gotcha. Um, I, I think the reality is he's going to start feeling better in three or four days, and then, you know, we're going to be battling, uh, trying to figure out how to keep him from doing too much. So, um, you know, we're, we're anticipating he's going to be out for two, two to four weeks, but the reality is he could be back on the short end of that or it could be on the long end of that. The good, the good news is, you know, we got a lot of choices uh, to come up and replace him. And, you know, he's been having MVP caliber year. It's hard to replace that. But uh, the rest of our guys have been stepping up. And this team doesn't rely on one player to keep going, which is one of the nice ways it's been constructed. Max Stassi went down with the left knee injury during the game last night. He is on the injured list. And Garrett Stubbs is here. Nice to have that depth. It is, and it'll be Garrett Stubbs' Major League debut. We added him to the roster this offseason knowing that he was going to get a chance to debut this year. Uh, he won't be catching today. My guess is he'll probably get his first start against uh, on Tuesday against the Cubs, uh, catching Cole Martin, who he's, you know, he's caught before. Uh, but it's he's earned it. I mean, this is a guy that he's got a good left-handed swing. He's got some pop. Um, he's a good receiver. He throws well. So this is his chance to show us what he can do at this level. also want to ask you about Derek Fisher, who was called up yesterday with George Springer going on the injured list and saw Derek Fisher briefly the yeah. two game series in Monterey when you could add a, a 26 player. Uh, what have you seen from Fisher this year last year uh, you know started the season with the Astros got hurt or had got got sick actually and, yeah. and never really got on track after that it seemed like. I think one of the things we've seen is an improved approach. One of the issues that we had with how he was approaching offensively was he was letting a lot of strikes go by and not swinging at him they were maybe borderline strikes but he was getting called strike three an awful lot this year he's improved his aggressiveness he's been able to drive a lot of those balls he's so athletic he's so strong and he's so fast that he can do so much and his approach has improved he's played really well down there and you know he earned this promotion for sure Jeff uh, when you look at the totality of the first third of the season roughly now uh, and the winning percentage of this club yeah. and it was really healthy for weeks and weeks and weeks I guess you just figured this this is baseball today you're going to be losing guys like this right we are and the fact that you know Altuve and Springer are out and we've still maintained uh, the, the opportunity to win so many of these games it, it speaks volumes to our depth and the bottom of the lineup and um, you know fortunately our pitchers have all been healthy but this team is is built to withstand a few knocks and and we're being tested right now and and some good teams are here so it'll, this will be an interesting you know next four days here at home with the Cubs coming in and then we're going to be on the road playing division games again so you know it, it never really gets that easy but we're excited about where we are right now and and I think we're excited about what's to come this summer. 
Welcome back once again, joined by Astros President of Baseball Operations and General Manager Jeff Luanobi for the Astros. Look for the sweep against the Red Sox. Good news with Jose Altuve on the injured list with the left hamstring injury and starting a, a rehab assignment with Round Rock, which is in Nashville. And the plan, as I understand it right now, is for Altuve to play today and tomorrow? Correct. He's going to play today, play some second base, get about four at-bats. Tomorrow they have a double header. He's going to get about four at-bats in DH, and then he'll probably head back here. So we'll see. Anytime you send someone on a rehab, you've got to go a good day by day, at-bat by at-bat. But if he feels well, it'll be eight at-bats, two games, one in the field, one DH, and then he'll be back here probably day off on Tuesday and, and potentially be in the lineup on Wednesday. The good news is that through, you know taking a few days off and sort of doing batting practice and working on some things. His swing looks about as good now as it ever has, and our hitting coaches are really excited about getting Altuve back to where we know he should be. Every hitter probably falls into uh, bad habits at some point during a lengthy season. And uh, Jose, to me, looked as if he was so far from home plate, he was yeah. striding more toward the outside corner and having a hard time reaching that. But this this little metal break could really be good for him, right? I think so. And, you know, he had some uh, a procedure in the offseason on his knees, and, and I think he was still dealing with some discomfort there and trying to accommodate for it. Um, and we did see some bad habits develop. But I think this break was good for him. And like I said, the hitting coaches said the swing in, in here at Minute Maid and BP uh, last few days has been really back to his old swing. So, you know, we know he's what he's capable of. He's a 330 hitter who's going to, you know, compete for batting titles and help us win games. The good news is our team's been able to win games without him. But we're certainly going to need him down the stretch. Without a doubt. And I uh, want to ask you about Brandon Belak, who uh, we saw in spring training and a guy that, frankly, a lot of us didn't know a whole lot about, but was very impressive in big league camp during his time there and has gotten off to a good start at double-A Corpus Christi, but now he's moving up a level. He is. He'll be joining the rotation uh, in Round Rock and well-deserved. Um, he's following in Urquidy's footsteps, two guys down there that mm -hmm. distinguished themselves at double-A and got a chance to move up, and quite frankly, two guys that are, are getting closer to being here. We really like our pitching depth. Not everybody is... Pitched as well as we thought they were coming out of spring training. We've had some stumbles, uh, but but those two guys have been two of our stars, and, and they're going to continue to get opportunities. Urquidy is a very interesting guy. The way he's, what, is he a mid-90s guy with good command? I mean, we saw him in spring training, and he was, you know, sitting at 92, touching 94 with good command and good secondary stuff, and all of a sudden the season starts, and, and he's up to 97, and he's pitching at 95, 96. And, um, you know, he's uh, a Mexican pitcher, so he's got that savviness and knows how to pitch, knows how to mix pitches. And um, really, he's one of our more advanced prospects at this point and probably one of the, you know, on the top two or three on the list to get promoted if we have an opening up here. And that is, by the way, just in case people aren't aware, changed the last name, was Jose Hernandez in spring training and now Jose Urquidy. So uh, keeping an eye on him. And, you know, you talk about him being from Mexico. And uh, it seems like, you know, that's kind of maybe a, uh, untapped area because like those Mexican League teams they can kind of reserve guys pretty young right yeah. so you don't see quite as many guys coming uh, from Mexico as, as you do from some other places. Exactly I mean the Mexican teams usually sign them when they're 14 15 so by the time they're 16 and we're eligible to sign them they're already t uh, tied up with a team but you can buy their rights from the Mexican teams we've done that um, and and Hernandez Urquidy is a guy that we did it uh, four, four or five years ago and he's turned himself into a real prospect. There was a freeze on Mexican prospects for about a year, but it's been unfrozen now, and I do think there's a, a big talent base down there that will continue to flow up here. The connections are strong between the Astros and Mexico. 
thinking back to a Fernando Valenzuela, wouldn't that be something to have that situation in this ballpark? I keep thinking about that. I've <laughs> talked about it. I mean, we had Fernando come in here because he was on the visiting team, but imagine if we had our own guy here on the mound every five days. Um, and who knows? Urquidy could be that guy. We've obviously got a dominant closer in Osuna, and I think we're, uh, you know, been to Monterey now and been to Mexico City. So we're, we're slowly becoming Mexico's team, and that's been my goal since I got here. Lunomania every Sunday. <laughs> that much we're certain of. Jeff Luno, Astros President of Baseball Operations and General Manager. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me on, guys. There comes a time in everyone's life when talk is cheap and it's time to show up. To get back to the top and build a legacy. If we grind together, we can take it back. Our team and our city. This is why we play. This is who we do it for. Take it back. For tickets, go to astros.com slash tickets or call 1-877-9ASTROS.